Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Uh, we're on from one to four, so if you haven't gotten wise to that yet, uh, here's the reminder. Uh, if you can't listen to this show live, obviously if you're doing it right now, you can. But if you can't some days or whatever, check out the podcast, kfiam640.com. Uh, you can also uh, use the iHeartRadio app to access the show. All three hours are posted up there right after we finish up at about four o'clock. Coming up in uh, 15 minutes, uh, another keyword. Be listening, stand by, you'll have a chance to win $1,000 in the KFI cash refill contest. Today, uh, Governor Dippity Doo made a big news media event to announce he had another gun control bill in Sacramento. This deals with concealed weapons, blah, blah, blah. We'll probably play some of the annoying audio coming up in a few minutes. But uh, also this week, some Republicans in the legislature in Sacramento gathered to talk about their take on crime in California uh, not gun control, but more like crime control. How about the people doing the shooting? <clears throat> Put uh, them away. Okay. It might help. Right. Uh, uh, we got an assemblyman, uh, Bill Asaley, uh, coming on with us in Riverside County. Bill, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. Uh, this We're is good. A, a novel idea, putting uh, criminals who shoot people in, in prison. Where'd you come up with it, that? It's a new concept, I know. It says what this used to be the law of the land in California until they decriminalized it. And so we said we actually take crime seriously and we take gun violence seriously. So how about this? If you use a gun in the commission of a crime, you're going to get 20 years mandatory minimum. And if you hurt someone or kill someone, you're going to get 25 to life. It, it's not complicated. Uh, was that the law? And then they 
watered it down, or this is the direction you think we ought to go for the first time and make that uh, was the law. That was the law on the books in California, and we've always had it. There are mandatory minimums that get attached to your underlying sentence. And what they did is they just told the judges, these are no longer mandatory. You can, you can ignore them. So the law is right now that those are ignored. So this would make them mandatory again. Is this the, the great idea to empty the prisons? Is that where this all leads? Yes. They want to make sure prison sentences are reduced so they don't even like this gun thing. Exactly. And so it's funny when today the governor, I, I call it manufactured outrage. He's so outraged over gun violence, but he's also proposing to close more prisons. Uh, he wants to lower the prison population. They don't want to do anything to restore any of these statutes to actually send people to prison. He does not care about crime or gun violence. You know, this uh, is it's he doesn't interesting. Want to talk about it. It's a it's a really cynical strategy, and it's exactly what they're doing. They wanted to dump all the prisoners out of prison, right? Close them all down. They know that'll increase crime. So as soon as you have these high-profile shootings, you have to distract people by starting up a gun control Another argument. gun bill. But oh, it's, good a, it, Lord. it's a cover story. See, it's a cover to take the onus off all the damage they've done by getting rid of the sentencing for gun crimes. And the, re the real story is we have more than 100 gun laws. What we're missing is sufficient enforcement and deterrence. That's what's missing. It's not laws. It's enforcement. And they don't want to do it. Uh, we also looked at the CCW issue. You know, people who have a CCW are some of the safest people in society. They got to go through a background check. They got to pay money. They got to go training. And we looked. There's been one murder by a CCW holder in the last 10 years in California. Well, you know, I wondered that today. And I heard that today. I said, I don't think there's been too many people that have killed people. And it turns out they had a concealed weapon permit. Jeez, there's only been one, huh? No, it's only been one, and usually they're saving people. If you look at some other states, usually someone with a CCW can stop a shooter before they're able to hurt a bunch of other people. So, so you, so you know, you know what they're doing. They, these these gun control press conferences are just a cover story. It's just a smokescreen to distract everyone from, from the fact that they're letting prisoners out and reducing sentences in jail time. And because they're not completely stupid, they know letting prisoners out is gonna, dangerous. It's going to result in more shootings, right? It's obvious. Exactly. And the governor, the only thing he said, wants to talk about is guns. He doesn't want to talk about crime as if guns can. The guns are an inanimate object. Who are the people pulling the trigger on these guns? He doesn't want to talk about that. And so what we get, and you'll listen to his audio, like I said, it's manufactured outrage. It's he, he sounds like he's on the verge of tears. And I, I don't understand why. You know, the, uh, I, I noticed this when George Gascon became the district attorney here in L.A. County. All the people who are demanding stricter gun control all of them support Gascon, who will not prosecute with gun enhancements. Enhancements, right, yeah. I mean, I mean, if, if you're for harsher penalties for gun crimes, why would you not insist that Gascon use the gun enhancements that are already on the books? We know that it's a small number of people who commit most of the crimes. So if we can isolate those people and get them incarcerated, the crime rates will go down. That, that's just a fact. Why don't they want I, that small number incarcerated? Because they believe it's racist. I mean, that's, that's really what it boils down to. I, I cannot get a good explanation. So the racism, believe, the racism yeah. thing is behind all of this. It's what it appears to be. It's racist. And, uh, you know, what, well, I'll tell you what someone came up to me after I introduced this bill. They said one of the Democrats asked if I do I have any evidence to support that my bill will actually lower gun violence? 
<laughs> so the, the, everything now is evidence and statistics. And I said, no, the only evidence I have is I'm a prosecutor. And if you hurt someone with a gun, I'd lock you up. And I know you'd never do it again. That's my evidence. I, I don't know what studies you need or, you know, fancy dissertationals, well, but know, that's when, how they operate. When the three strikes laws passed in the 90s, the crime, went, went, the crime rate went way down. And everybody in Sacramento knows that. Exactly. So it's they're emptying the prisons. Uh, they don't want to lock people up anymore. They will not. The chair of uh, public safety will generally not hear any laws that will increase any criminal penalties. But that's not going to deter us. We unleashed a whole package. This is one of the bills we've introduced. We're reforming Prop 47. We want to deal with serial thefts. We want to deal with the governor who's giving these uh, subjective credits to prisoners to let them out before they've served their sentence. They're totally uh, that's a black box. They're not telling us how they're calculating these credits. And as crime's going up, we get his budget and he says that he expects the prison population to decrease by six percent next year. I don't know how that math works out uh, because that's the effort. I mean, I don't know why the public doesn't catch on to this incredible disconnect. That this crowd, everybody's sad about the crime, but yet these Democrats in Sacramento kept getting reelected. Their only purpose is to reduce prison and jail time. That's all they want to do is reduce the prison population. And it doesn't make any sense because because it's all it's all right because it's racism. It's become this. this, Yeah, I know. It's part of the woke agenda that this is all because of our capitalist racist society that people are uh, driven. To commit crime. Right. You know but, what's racist? This, their policies are racist because, look, most of the victims of these crimes, the violent crimes, are minorities. Two-thirds are black and Latinos. Yeah, right. They're the real disenfranchised members of society, not the criminals sitting behind bars. Right. That, that, that what you just said, almost never comes up in public conversation, that most of the people getting killed. Black but here's the problem, Bill. I mean, your your bill and the rest of your colleagues there, I don't know if they stand a chance with Democratic control in Sacramento when the agenda is not to give any more prison time. Well, look, I, I, I'm not delusional. I know that we're not going to run policy up here, but we're going to communicate and we're going to put up our ideas. And so the public knows and has a clear contrast of their options when they go to vote next time. You can get, keep going down the road we're going with, with the Democrats and the way things are or vote different and here's our ideas and our proposals and we want to make california safe again and it's not radical stuff it's common sense all right thanks for coming on we appreciate it anytime all right it's assemblyman bill Asali, uh the uh, 63rd district out there in uh, norco menifee lake elsinore canyon lake and he represents a few other areas out there including parts of riverside uh they held a news conference the other day the republicans to once again point out that the reason we're having higher crime is because of the policies that come out of places like Sacramento. What do you and do? today, Gavin Newsom just carrying on about more gun control. What do you do with a group of legislators who think it's racist to put a black man in prison who may have just uh, shot somebody with a gun? That that is their response. That is their response. Right. So what do you what do you do with them? What you do is you vote for somebody else, but. People haven't for it seems like a generation. Yep, they're they're content to let people who do shootings commit murders get a get a break on the sentencing, get out early if they go at all. That's a disconnect that people aren't picking up. The, these legislate these legislators, these leaders you're talking about, the Gascons, will act like, well, yeah, we now have to punish this person, but they're writing laws to reduce yep. prison time. That's if, all they're doing. If the guy did the crime. What does it matter what his skin color is? I mean, are you telling me he, either he did it or he did not do it? If he did it, skin color is irrelevant. 
It's no more important than his hair color or his eye color. And the other or half his of their, shoe size. And the other half of their argument is, well, prisons don't work because people just come out and they're still criminals. Yeah. Well, our answer is, all right, they don't work. You can make them work. But if not, for now on, just keep them in there longer. Keep us safer. Don't release anybody early. The purpose is while they're in prison, they can't hurt anybody. So they do work. Now, you're talking about making sure they never hurt anyone again? Well, that's not possible with a lot of these guys. Because they're psycho. They you can be kept you, forever. You can't fix psychotics. All right. When we return, you'll have a chance at $1,000. Another keyword will be revealed. Johnny Ken KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right. So we just got uh, talking a few minutes ago to Bill Asaley, a uh, assemblyman from the Inland Empire. And uh, the Republicans had a news conference to talk about their ideas to battle crime, uh, shootings, whatever. Instead, today, uh, with a lot of media attention, a dippity do trotted out uh, another gun control bill. This all comes out of the Supreme Court decision that was announced last June dealing with um, concealed weapon permits. Uh, what they call it shall issue laws. Permits are granted once an applicant meets the licensing criteria. Most states have what they call shall issue laws. But the argument is it's too restrictive and violates your Second Amendment rights. And so six of the Supreme Court's justices agreed, struck down the law as an infringement on a person's right to self-defense outside the home, immediately rendering California's good cause standard as similarly impermissible. So what they tried to do, and they were not able to pass it late last year, was a, a bill to go after concealed weapon laws in California. You heard Bill Asaley tell us one murder, and I forget what the time Ten period, years. Ten years can be traced to a person that actually had well, a concealed weapon permit. So You know, humans are really emotional and irrational, and you can't talk to people who have strong opinions on, on against guns. You, you simply can't talk with them because it, they'll say, well, there's no way people should be walking around with guns. No way at all. I mean, concealed weapons. That, and if you actually say, stop a second, only one murder has been, been committed by somebody with a concealed weapon. Oh, well, nobody should be walking around with a gun. Well, even Newsom said that basically like this is there's just too many guns. So if well, we can't stop the guy that gets the gun illegally and wait, shoots up a room so, full of people, we'll go after the guy that's got a concealed weapon and goes through the process to get a permit and to, for self-defense. That makes no sense. Think of the lack of rational thinking. There's one event in 10 years. Obviously, exceedingly rare, right? You'll, you'll have more solar eclipses in 10 years than that. And then you tell them, well, we're we're letting people out of prison or not prosecuting them because of their the color of their skin, not because of what they did. Right. Like, what, what, if, if, if somebody is convicted, it means it's, they were proven guilty of shooting somebody. So they go to prison, and they shouldn't get a discount. They shouldn't get out early. because of their, and, and the reason, well, because of their skin color, because they're racist. No, 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 stop it, stop it. You, you, you change the subject. See, this is what they do. They change the subject, and they start screaming at you. Well, you it's like, it has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with action, okay? Guy pressed a trigger, like uh, think Alec Baldwin, right? Uh, white guy. Pressed a trigger, bullet hits somebody, causes damage, kills them. Guy who pressed the trigger goes to prison. Alex, Alec Baldwin goes to prison. Doesn't matter if he's black or white. It matters that 
He fired a bullet at somebody. When you speak about misdirection, let's play about a minute of Newsom ranting today when they trotted out this Senate Bill 2 to go after people that want to get a concealed weapon permit. This is a national disgrace. It's a national epidemic. It's American-made. We've chosen this reality. We've chosen this reality. It's happened on our collective watch. And they're choosing this for their kids and their grandkids. They're choosing to put law enforcement in more harm's way. They're choosing to put victims, young, innocent people in harm's way. They choose that as they sell fear around crime. They sell calm around these perverse, perverse gun laws what is he talking that they about? promote or provisions of the Constitution that they, with respect, I think, pervert. Pervert. I don't know what he's talking about. He's basically ranting about people that believe in the right to carry arms, and uh, they've created this situation where there's well, too many guns and then there's violent people. But the, 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 the disconnect is there's a big divide between how people use guns. He's acting like it's all the same mix of people, but it's not. Well, the... the there's just a study out the other day that 40, 42% of the murders occur in 1% of the counties. Yes. Like L.A. County. Study. And then you go within L.A. County. County and it's city. just a handful of neighborhoods. Neighborhoods, right. Yeah. Which account for the... So you go there, and the people who are shooting and killing there in those neighborhoods are the ones you put in prison. That's the gun violence you need to focus on. Right, right. But instead, they throw a blanket over all the guns and try to find ways to restrict a, anybody from getting anything. He's a child. He's not an adult. A rational adult doesn't. I, I don't even know what that word salad was about. It made no sense. I know. This is why he's going to flop on a national stage. Would you imagine? That minute where he sounds passionate, you listen to it, you're like, wow, what a word salad. Yeah. When, when he's going to be in a debate and he doesn't have a script and a teleprompter in front of him, and he starts getting challenged, not from the left-wing journalists, but from other ambitious politicians. Yeah, yeah, that's when he will self-destruct. Right. The way the way a lot of other politicians did. Remember Rick Perry, the Texas governor? No, oh, yeah, yeah. That he little was, brain fart he on was, stage. He was supposed to be a big deal, and then suddenly he couldn't remember the three departments he was going to shut down. Right, right. And then uh, in the Trump run, Marco Rubio, remember? Yeah, he, he froze up. He froze up, started sweating, started repeating himself. I think he had one line he repeated five times in a row. Yeah, it's pressure. That's where Newsom is. Newsom is going where uh, Rick Perry and Marco yeah, Rubio went. The difference is Newsom has no idea. He thinks that he really sells himself well with his gobbledygook oh, yeah. and his uh, jargon. Because his family and the Gettys have told him that he's got superpowers all his life. That he's, yeah, And he's, he's, he really believes that. He's ready for the uh, bigger stage. But let's be clear about this. Because uh, this is getting a lot of attention today and for no good reason. Trying to restrict, and I was reading the list of, uh, they want to restrict where you can, if you get a concealed weapon, you can't take it into certain places. Places where you look sometimes and you think, oh, this is where mass shootings can actually occur. You know, right. schools, a lot of public places like that. Um, so this, this would not help the problem at all because uh, what you want is somebody that goes through the system Gets their concealed weapon permit. They go through all the background checks. They want to add references to this. They want they want to check people's social media postings. Um, again, this speaks for itself. Somebody out there right now 
that is really unhinged. And we're talking about like the Monterey Park shooter right. yeah, that and the Half Moon Bay guy. They're not going to be looking to get a concealed weapon permit. No, they're not going to be weeding out a potential mass shooter from this new law. And you can't stop people from having mental breakdowns. Right. Which is what those two uh, old guys had. They had had mental breakdowns. They lost Uh, their minds. Speaking of crime, we've talked a lot about Tesla guy. He popped up on the news a few weeks ago because apparently there have been a number of incidents where he's driving and he gets angry and he pulls over and he pulls out a metal pipe and he starts smashing people's cars. He's done this numerous times. Well, they finally tracked him down and arrested him. At least the guy they think is responsible for this. And uh, we've learned a little bit about his background, which is worth talking about. Because clearly this was another unhinged person who didn't just lose it recently committing these road rage acts. Johnny Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Hey, KFI's giving you a chance to win a two-night stay at Southern California's premier oceanfront destination. That's Terranea Resort. Breathtakingly situated on 102 acres atop the Palos Verdes Peninsula with endless views of the Pacific Ocean. Winners will stay in an ocean view suite. You'll play a round of golf for two at the Lynx. And you'll have dinner at Catalina Kitchen. And then you can unwind at Terranea's award-winning spa and wellness center. Center. Lounge by one of their four ocean view pools or dine at one of their eight distinctive on-site restaurants. Go to Terranea.com to learn more about the resort. T-E-R-R-A-N-E-A. Terranea.com. And visit KFI on Instagram and enter to win a stay at this luxury resort Resort that's right here at home and it feels like a million miles away. A quick reminder that the Moist Line is waiting for your calls. Uh, you can get to, in contact with the Moist Line using the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone icon there. Leave a message directly. They're all listened to. Or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. Boy, we really hit the jackpot. This man who was attacking people, he climbs out of his Tesla with a metal pipe. And uh, after the story got more play, because more people were saying that this happened to him, uh, it eventually made its way through social media, where we understand... Amateur detectives, sleuths, uh, were putting the word out there and his picture from the video. And eventually uh, several people came up with a name. So police went and they arrested. And uh, the man's name is Nathaniel Walter Radamack, 36 years old. Made his first court appearance yesterday, of course, is completing, uh, pleading not guilty. Twelve people claimed he attacked them in their cars. And when we saw the video, we both had the same reaction. He must be on something. Could be, and it's an oldie but goodie, Roid Rage. Yeah. Like to play on Road Rage. And he's got uh, he's got steroid charges in his uh, background. He does. Apparently, he's got a criminal record going back to 2004. Eight different states. Okay. How do you commit crimes in eight different states? <laughs> and you're still... Because when you're in trouble, you move on to another state. And you're still <laughs> driving around in a Tesla, beating people with a tire iron. How's that... Uh, He's already in a pending case, charged with a count of battery and possession for sale of a controlled substance in connection with an alleged January 2020 road rage attack okay. on a motorist. Well, what happened to that case? Well, that's they three. don't hold you for it. It's that's... misdemeanor, so they're going to well, say, you know, well, there was come one... back another day for your court appearance. It was one misdemeanor and there was one felony uh, for controlled they substances. Don't, they're not going to hold anybody for that. Controlled substances, well, well, what the drug laws are like now. But was he even prosecuted? But it's, you it's, come into court. They say, these are your charges. How do you plead? You say, not guilty. We say, we'll see you someday. 
I don't even think it got that far. It says it's a pending They're not case. gonna hold him in any jail. Nobody's get held in jail. Well, he sh- if he was in jail, he wouldn't whack ten people. He allegedly had steroids and thousands of dollars when his car was searched. Steroids. So he's making his money selling steroids, I bet. And that's why he has enough to buy a Tesla. And it wasn't just on the road. Apparently, he threatened to assault a 74-year-old woman outside a doctor's office in Glendale last June. So uh, He's insane. That's why they called it roid rage. Some people who use steroids get yeah. really right on the edge, and they can get uh, easy to, to blow up. Nathaniel Radamac. Yeah. And he's uh, he's got a history with a with a woman too. Yeah, he allegedly threatened to kill a girlfriend and her family. Uh, apparently, he, he, a 15 page domestic violence restraining order request filed last year in LA Superior Court. This 41 year old woman said that uh, Radamac punched and choked her and vowed to kill her family in a series of violent encounters from 2019 to 2022. Three years. He threatened to use a lug wrench to bash my head. He threatened to buy a knuckle forefinger fist ring to hit me. He said, my body will be floating at the bottom of the ocean dissolving. That's pretty graphic. Nice boyfriend. Wow. Right. Yeah. It says here that, uh, oh, look at that. He also followed a couple from a shopping mall in Pasadena, struck their car with his vehicle, then hit their vehicle with a metal pole. Another incident, he threatened to attack a woman at a storage facility in Atwater Village. Later that day, he got out of his car and threatened another woman on the freeway, broke one of her headlights. Holy mackerel. I mean, this is a crazy person. They do think it was $30,000 in cash and steroids. So is he selling them? All right, here's, a, here's another story from the girlfriend. Uh, back in September 29, he drove her to a supermarket and sat in a parking lot waiting to hit someone with a tire tool. He likes the metal pipes. So she, she sits with him. She's in the car with him. Oh, why are we here? Oh, because I want to whack somebody with the tire iron. Is it somebody that ticked him off earlier or somebody he knew that he hated? I don't know. Nothing happened, and he drove off recklessly, swerving back and forth, and blamed the woman for his bad behavior. Later that same day, she and Radimac were at a friend's wedding rehearsal, a dinner, and he became belligerent again. He was in my face, screaming and cursing, and he slapped my face. He threatened to ruin the wedding and beat everyone up. I couldn't let that happen, so I stayed quiet and tried to calm him down. In another 2019 episode, she says he became enraged, tried to choke her, shoved her into a wall. She wrote in the restraining order request that he also pretended to be her husband, phoned an airline and canceled her flight to Hawaii for the following morning. Wow. That's a pretty good one. That is a whack job. He stormed out of the apartment, was cursing about me and how he was going to finish me off. I get, did she get the restraining order? It's not clear to me. Well, it, no, it, it expired, and she never showed up in court to, uh, oh, to renew, renew it. it. She kept getting email. He would create emails on different accounts and and send the messages saying, I should be dead before wow. he comes after me. I will be shot upon approach. I will be stabbed on first sight. Tracking your moves, it said. He uh, shoved, she, he choked her and shoved her head into a refrigerator. And she went unconscious. Oh, man. I woke up shaking on the floor, eyes blurry and dark. I tried calling 911, but I didn't have enough strength to press the buttons. I couldn't even unlock the phone. Oh, this poor woman. And, you know, somebody like that ought to be thrown in prison for uh, forever. Yeah, one more text in March of last year. You can't hide from me? Uh... You should, oh, you should end your own life beforehand. 
So he's basically telling her, kill yourself because I'm going to kill you bad. He's psychotic. But you're right. She failed to show up for a court hearing last April. So she didn't get another restraining She's probably terrified. Wow. What a wacko. Yeah. But when you look at him, he does have the body of a man that's perhaps used steroids to improve his physique. No, he's well built. Got good arms, right? Good upper body, right? But uh, that can, and I don't know if this is directly connected, but that can lead to very erratic, angry behavior. That must have been a happy childhood there, huh? That's what they used to say. Remember when the athletes were taking those? Oh, yeah. Back in the day? No, roid rage is real. I know. I know. Uh, Yeah. So this guy's a real wacko. So I guess uh, he didn't get bail. <laughs> he made his court appearance and pled not guilty. Well, G- Gascon is uh, threat is. Uh, oh yeah, it says tough. here. Says here, Gascon asked that he be detained, and a judge agreed. He's a high risk and a danger to the community. So he's. You got to at least free. let uh, let him uh, let the steroids drain out of his system. He's going to have a preliminary hearing on the 14th of this month. So we'll probably learn a lot more good stuff. All right, more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. Well, bad news. We got a guest on the show last week who told us that a murderer was up for parole, and this being the state of California, you can bet that they often, especially these days, get parole. Well, that's happened in the case of a man by the name of Damian Guerrero who killed a young woman named Kelly Bullwinkle years ago in the Inland Empire. Our guest next hour came on the air to uh, tell our listeners about this. And to ask for any help, this means it's up to Newsom, right? The parole board grants parole, but Newsom has to sign off on it. He denied this guy parole a few years ago. So we'll get the update from our listener, Rob, who came on the show last week to talk about the case and uh, bring us up to date on all the details. I uh, got an update, John, on the homeless. Do you remember we had a guest on the show a few weeks ago where there was a problem in the Del Rey neighborhood of Los Angeles along Culver Boulevard. That's the median there. Yeah. That was full of uh, horrible, horrible encampments. And I have yeah, li- seen this myself driving through that area. They were living, uh, these uh, vagrants were living on the median. And I remember what he said. He said, uh, you go right to the Culver City section and n- nobody. Mm. It's Del Rey, the Del Rey neighborhood of Los Angeles because Culver Boulevard covers both. Uh, there's been an announcement. From Mayor Bassetti, (laughs) that the next Inside Safe projects will take place in that Delray neighborhood. That they're going to go there and send their people to talk over and over again to the vagrants. To talk over and over. And try to get them to accept some form of housing. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And if they say no. (laughs) Uh, It says here there are nearly 40 people living in the encampment at the Culver Boulevard median in Delray. Um. This is a Tracy Park put out a statement. She's a councilwoman yeah, for that even, district, even, and she says they did it in Venice, and now they're going to do the same thing with this crowd in uh, uh, Del Rey. This is a park median. This is a very residential block. Yes, that, it's that a wide have. median that's grassy and has kind of a trail to it, right. so you can it's, bike and run, and it, you can uh, right. It's not a highway with a median. This this is a, no. A it's Culver area. Boulevard, but right. I think it is two lanes in each direction on each side of the median. Right, but, but it's in, a very wide median. It's very wide and grassy. It's nice. It functions as sort of a like a vertical park that just right. runs with the road. And I'd seen it many times over the years. And I think a few months ago, I drove by and I'm like, what the hell happened? Right. And we had a guest on the air who lives in the neighborhood who was asking us to bring this to the attention. And all these people are living, what, 25 feet away from all these residential properties. Right. Family properties with, with children. And you have all these uh, vagrants 
drug addicts, sex molesters living in their stupid tents with their stupid bicycle park collections. So the number of inside safe sites have now expanded to four. She's only been in office, what, a couple of months? Not even yet. February 12th will be a couple of months, something like that. Uh, They're selling this as their compassionate approach to providing shelters. Uh, The other district is uh, this uh, Marquise Harris Dawson, the city council member. Uh, He says that they're going to get uh, a bunch of people housed. Oh, he says, we're excited to get our unhoused neighbors in our district housed near their networks. Together, we house 25 of our neighbors who eagerly accepted housing, dispelling the myth that homelessness is a choice. Look, I don't care how you phrase it. If this works, fine. (laughs) Wait a second. If it isn't a choice, then why didn't they get up and go find those uh, homeless centers themselves? Some of them say whenever the Times interviews and that they applied and they hear nothing. There's no, nothing available they're, right they're, now. Nah, they're, they're losers with excuses. They, it, it, what's the difference between having an outreach worker come and say, hey, we've got a room for you, and you going to the agency yourself and saying, hey, do you have a room for me? You'd end up in the same room. Why don't you get up and do it yourself? Oh, yeah, that's right, because you, uh, you're ejecting fentanyl three times a day, and you're just laying there. I. I don't care what the what the, the verbiage is if they get these people off the streets. My only concern right now is that, well, it's only been a couple of months. They're doing very small things. You know, yeah, 25 I, people here, 20, 10 people there. They, they got a headline coming out every couple of weeks. I know. And so they're trying to uh, fool the rubes out there saying, well, I just heard on the news. I mean, that's twice I've heard about neighborhoods getting cleaned up. First of all, all their all their sweeps, every one of them ought to be in the residential areas where these these lunatics are living near family homes. All right. That, that, that's the priority. You know, if they're living on some Caltrans plot of land under a freeway, that should be secondary. First thing is you're in a neighborhood out now. Right. And we're going to ask you once. Why is it so hard to get tough? And just say you don't have any choices here, and, and we got to be careful with what she's doing because she's got she's got uh, you know forty thousand people to clean up, and we're hearing about twenty five at a time every two or three weeks. That's exactly what. Yeah, you can count on this show to track this very carefully because yes, these uh, new this initiative is getting a lot of attention, and every time they announce a new cleanup, uh, you know it's see, one encampment in one place. See, Garcetti was such a zero that she doesn't have to be that clever to give the impression that she's better than Garcetti. Garcetti didn't even try. She he, actually went to the encampment in South L.A. yesterday. Right, right. Made an appearance there to sure. say, so she gets on we're all here the to newscasts. help you. Right, she gets on all the newscasts. Yeah. Look, she's doing something about it. Well, we'll stop. How, how many people has she taken off the street? And have those people been replaced by the latest bus and train that came into Union Station? Because most of these people are imports. All right, now from the world of politics, uh, well, it looks like Trump finally has a challenger. Uh, Nikki Haley, a name that may not be familiar to many Americans. Uh, Actually, her name is Nimrata Nikki Haley. She used to be the governor of South Carolina. That's where she came to first prominence. From 2011 to 2017, Trump made her an ambassador to the United Nations for two years. She served in that role from 2017 through 2018. Um, she's from all accounts that I've read and about her, 
I mean, she's obviously a Republican, quote, conservative, but I don't think she's bombastic no. in any sense. No, and she, I think she and Trump were, they got along, I guess, originally. Yeah, she seems relatively normal, or at least her public persona is relatively normal. Because I wondered, when is anybody going to, it's kind of early, a lot of people don't announce until we won't hear more of it till later this year. But, but we're one year away from voting, right? The primaries? Yeah, start in January. Right. So usually this is when candidates began to announce that they're running and there hasn't been much. It's just Trump and presumably Biden on the other side. That's, you know, <laughs> we really get a rematch. That's going to be. Imagine. I know. And they're both four years older. I know. <laughs> Grouchier, <laughs> making less sense, debating each other. <laughs> Biden will be debating imaginary candidates. Uh, she's supposed to announce a bit on February 15th. I guess this is kind of leaked out from a couple of media sources. Um, because uh, her communications director said the source is correct, that she is going to announce that she's uh, running for president. But all that's in there so far is Trump. What, when is DeSantis going to jump in? I don't know. He's all but made it clear he's running, right? I mean, kind of. Uh, he's doing all the things you would do. You know, he has his, uh, he's raising lots of money. And, you know, those exploratory committees and fundraising uh, infrastructure that you set up. Right. So it looks, it looks like he's going to run. You know, every every day you don't run is another day you don't have Trump uh, calling you all kinds of horrible names. That's true, because for now, he's got nobody to focus on but Biden. Right. Once somebody decides to run against him, uh, there's also clearly a strong enough faction of Republican primary voters who want Trump still, despite oh, yeah. you know, all the bad publicity and the fact that he's kind of worn and, out and burnt out. I see a poll every now and then that he's way ahead, but and, there's really nobody else declared. So. And and if if there's too many candidates like there were uh, like in 2016, remember there were 17 candidates. <laughs> 17, right. And if that splits the anti-Trump vote, you know, 17 different ways, then Trump will win the nomination. There will not be that many this time, simply no, because I, I he's hope, in there. I hope. When a former president decides to run for president again, that kind of clears the field a bit. Yeah. There may be plenty of Republicans right now saying, oh, we can beat him. Eh, he's tired. Nobody wants him anymore. But uh, that's if it's still just a formidable a, thing to challenge. If it's just a few, a guy like DeSantis can beat Trump. But right. if you're talking about, you know, a, a dozen or more. And nobody wants a nickname from him, right? I don't. I, I think DeSantis is tougher than that. Just my I do feeling I have. I do. He already gave it back to Newsom a few times. Yeah. Newsom's a weak and, and And a reporter asked him at a, a press conference the other day, what do you think about Trump said this and that about you? He goes, he goes well, I got reelected. <laughs> so I thought that was a good shot. All right. When we come back, we're going to get an update on a killer. Damian Matthew Guerrero was convicted in 2008 for fatally shooting an 18-year-old by the name of Kelly Bullwinkle out in Redlands. In an orange grove, that was September of 2003. Got himself a parole hearing. He's had several of them. Uh, last time he got parole, Newsom refused to give it to him. We'll give you the update on the story from our listener, Rob. Johnny Ken KFI, AM640, live everywhere, the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.